Hey everybody, good morning. I hope that you are having a wonderful day. I hope you've had amazing coffee. I'm having some pretty incredible coffee myself right now in my own house. And uh, I'm looking forward to starting something new with you guys. I'm calling this the promise box. Now, that might date me a little bit and that's okay uh, because I come from a generation who remembers going to the kitchen and seeing a loaf of bread on the counter, only it wasn't a loaf, it was plastic. And inside of that plastic loaf of bread were these scripture cards and it was called Daily Bread Promise Box. And you could pull out a little scripture card and read a verse for the day. And uh, the last time I saw something like this was in Brazil. And at that point in time, uh, I was not only supposed to pull a scripture out, but I was supposed to be able to use that scripture to kind of create a way to encourage somebody and build a message around it in a very short period of time. Of course, I had to also translate it from Portuguese to English, but it was fun and it got me thinking how important it is to be able to take a single scripture and apply it, find a way to to unpack it so that we can understand what the word of God is saying and not just read it because it's easy to get the little notice on your phone and read a scripture and go, okay, <laughs> and then keep about our day. But I believe that God has something for us when we start to unpack what his word says that can go a little, actually quite a bit deeper than the surface head knowledge, or really we don't even have knowledge of it. We just are reading passively through it. So instead of taking a passive look at scripture, let's dive in just a little bit to today's verse of the day. Of course, I'm getting these from the digital version of the daily bread prayer box, which we call you version. And I get this notice every day of a new scripture. And so today's verse is Psalms 42, 11. Psalm 42, 11. Now I like to read out the Amplified version. That's me. I want every little possible detail <laughs> right there in the text as I'm reading. So the Amplified version of Psalm 42, 11 says, why are you cast down Oh, my inner self, and why should you moan over me and be disquieted within me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for him, for I shall yet praise him who is the help of my countenance and my God. So the first thing that I notice is this is a conversation between me, myself, and I, right? The psalmist who is writing this uh, is talking to his inner self. Now we know this means his soul so you are a spirit you have um you live in a body but you have a soul your soul is your mind your will and your good old emotions so this psalmist is speaking spirit to soul why are you cast down soul what is really going on and why should you moan over me and be disquieted within me so i think one thing that we can take out of this just immediately is it's important to have a spiritual outlook on what's happening on your inside. A lot of times we just get a soulful, very fleshly outlook, right? We're disquieted, we're upset, we're frustrated, and we look at everything through those colored lenses of, man, I'm depressed, man, I'm this, man, I don't, this is happening and I don't feel good, I don't like it. And this is a very, a response from our soul, our mind, which is, coming up with 500,000 different 
reasons that this situation is terrible or five million ways that this could go wrong. Okay, so our mind is going off the rails with all these ideas and thoughts of things and worry and anxiety. There goes our mind. Our will is like, I want to just quit. I just want to throw in the towel. This is ridiculous. I want to just go tell that person what I think. I just want to, whatever the situation is, our will is saying something. And then our emotions, our emotions are reeling from maybe what has happened. And so oftentimes our response comes from that place, mind, will, emotions, our soul. We're having a a flesh response based on how we feel, what we think and what we want to do. But the psalmist here is coming at this from a spiritual standpoint. He recognizes, no, 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 no. That's my inner self. And why exactly are you cast down? Why are you moaning? And why should you be disquieted within me? And then his spirit preaches to his soul. Sometimes you have to, the the Bible says David encouraged himself, okay? Sometimes you have to go ahead and turn around and talk to yourself. First of all, why are you acting up, soul? Hope in God and wait. You have to instruct yourself. Or can I tell you, if you don't instruct your soul, your mind, your will and emotions, how to behave, they will instruct you. (laughs) They will inform your life and instruct your life. Because if we don't put a rein on them and say, no, 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 no. This is, this is not aligning with what the word of God says. This is not what I know to be true. The Bible tells us that we're to take captive every thought right? That that comes against the knowledge of God. If you know that this depression is not from God, hey, depression, what do you think you're doing inside of my mind? Why are you weighing me down? You don't belong here. Sometimes we have to step out and take a spiritual perspective and then speak to our own self from the spirit. Hope in God and wait expectantly for guess what? I shall yet praise him. So you have to make up a decision from your spirit that this is my response. This is called being responsible. My response is that I'm still going to praise him yet. I love that. I shall yet praise him. I'm not even worried about what's going on because I know he is the help of my countenance and my God. So something that I think is important that we do when we take these little nuggets is to not just take one scripture and run off with it, although this is fantastic and we've had enough, but always take a second to look at the context. Now, something interesting that I found within this text is that this is being, um, this is a song or a reflective poem of the sons of Korah. Now, as I looked into that, I found out that the sons of Korah had dads. <laughs> Those dads, the fathers, led a rebellion against Moses in the wilderness. So you've got quite a different outlook coming from these sons than perhaps what had happened generationally before them. And can I tell you that sometimes we disqualify ourselves from what God is trying to do in our lives based on a past that we weren't even there for or that we weren't even a part of. And so just because perhaps you can look back in your lineage and see some wiling out and see some craziness and see some stuff that you don't agree with, that doesn't disqualify you because these sons have a song that is listed among scripture. God will use you in spite of your past, in spite of your family's past, whatever your dad did, your mom did, your grandma did, 
God does not use that to, to, uh, as a decider, if, if he can use you or not, he qualifies you himself. He calls you. I love how somebody said he doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So don't worry about all that because God still has something planned for you. And that doesn't disqualify you from his call. And then as I looked at this beginning of Psalm 42, I saw, oh, this is that one song. As the deer penneth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. This is, this is that. So this is impactful and powerful. And even though their fathers were a hot mess in the past, we have been greatly impacted by Psalm 42. This generation, people now know a song that's based out of a scripture and a song that they wrote because their hope and their trust was in God. And then as I went ahead and just, I mean, it's not a long Psalm. You could read the whole thing. Um, there's a reason for them to feel downcast. And I just thought, oh, you got to be kidding me. Really? They were remembering. <clears throat> they were sad because they were looking back and remembering a time when they used to come together to the house of God. And I thought, oh my gosh, how many people right now, right now, are still sad because they remember a time when we all came together differently. Because there are still some churches to this day who haven't opened their doors to congregations coming in, being together. And so maybe you're still watching online at home. Maybe you're still enjoying a service from a distance and your soul is sad and you're feeling downtrodden and disquieted and discouraged because you thirst for God. But you remember you remember when you used to go to church and you were hanging out with people and you guys were singing together and you remember what it felt like and you have reasons and you can look back and say, I have reasons to be downcast. Even the psalmist here lists the reasons. He remembers going to the house of God together and whatever has happened in that time, they weren't able to. I know what's happened in our time. I know what has taken place in these past couple of years that has kept people from being able to come together whether it was law or uh, government or uh, fear or churches that closed their doors. I'm, I'm grateful our church has been open for a long time and was only closed for a brief moment. Um, but I know what it felt like to be like, oh, I don't like this. And so the psalmist here lists all these reasons that I'm, I'm not happy yet. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. I love it. Just say yet to yourself today, okay? Even if your soul is disquieted, even if you're discouraged or you're feeling kind of down, let your spirit be the one that leads this ship and where it's headed, okay? Be spirit-led, not flesh-led. And sometimes you just have to stop and say, hey, yet shall I praise him. So why? Why are you cast down? You know what? There might be some things going on, but but. Align what you know that has happened in the past or what has occurred around you that's got you depressed, that's got you drawn down. Align that with what you know about God. And when we begin to do that, we'll realize and see, I really don't have a reason to be so upset because my God wins. Because my God is my salvation and my hope and my fortress. He's a strong tower. And when we take our focus off of perhaps the things that are happening around us and set them on Jesus, everything can shift. But it requires us being spirit-led. 
and being responsible for what our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions are trying to do inside of us and saying, why? You don't even have a reason. I shall praise the Lord. He is the help of my countenance and my God. Y'all, that's Psalm 42, 11. I hope you enjoyed today's Promise Box edition brought to you by Shanna D. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you next time.